For UC Tyler Radio, I'm Mike Landis. You've heard and read about the migration from major U.S. cities that ramped up in the last few years. What you may not realize is that Smith County has received the benefits and the drawbacks of an influx of people from New York or California. UT Tyler's Hibbs Institute for Business and Economic Development has a new report out that looks into the specific effects of that migration, and here to discuss that is the Dean of the Seoul School of Business, Chris Swimberger. Welcome. Thank you for having me, Mike. Now, the report shows that states like Texas, Florida, North Carolina are seeing an influx of new residents from major metropolitan areas on both coasts. This has been going on for years, but it ramped up in the past few. Cost of living, availability of jobs, and quality of life seem to be the driving factors. Is that correct? That is absolutely correct, uh, among others. But cost of living, especially when you compare southeast and southwestern states versus the both coastal States uh, are tremendous, the differences in cost of living, as well as economic opportunities as businesses uh, have moved from the coastal areas to the southwest and southeastern states. For some of the same reasons. Absolutely. For some of the same reasons and perhaps uh, also for reasons not explored in this particular uh, brief, uh, perhaps a econ- more economic friendly um, legislature that uh, has encouraged uh, businesses uh, moving to these states. And tax incentives, etc. Exactly. 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 Well, now, Texas alone had a net migration of more than 475,000 new residents between 2020 and 2022, and there's a significant economic impact as well. Uh, absolutely. I mean, uh, when people move from one place to another, they, uh, they move their consumption with it. And so, needless to say, that if a household moves from one area to another, they go, uh, go spend their money locally, and it has obviously uh, an economic impact. Uh, well, to the degree in the state of Texas, I believe the number, as indicated in the in the research that the Hibbs Institute performed in the state of uh, of Texas, that was uh, almost a little over fourteen billion dollars of uh, consumer spending economic impact. Uh, For Smith County, it was well over $140 million. So a substantial economic impact. And of course, we're talking about the periods 2020 through 2022, post-pandemic. Let's flip that coin and talk about the other side of that. And that is that as folks move into an area, they are spending more money, yes, but they also are demanding more goods and services. They uh, they need a lot more things. And the other part of it is, is that it's very likely that because they have the money to spend, that drives up prices for things like housing. And we have experienced that, obviously, uh, while um, through the period of 2008 uh, up to the pandemic, uh, East Texas especially really was not susceptible to a, a tremendous increase in housing. What we've even seen in Smith County since the pandemic and since the influx of people from California and, and, and New York and other states, uh, we've seen our housing prices uh, go up because the demand simply outpaces the supply. And uh, supply didn't quite catch up at the pace that the demand required it to pick up. Well, I mean, look here here in Tyler, where we have a new medical school that's coming in, and we're bringing in people from out of state to come and help uh, be a part of the of the faculty and, and to help make this go. And, and of course, the students themselves, uh, that certainly has got to have a, an effect on that. And you, you have to wonder, too, as you see that, that kind of impact in an area, some of that is being driven by the remote uh, be, people being able to work remotely. Tell us about that a little bit. Yeah, indeed. Obviously, the pandemic forced us all to work remotely, and uh, there is a certain measure of jobs which have not returned back to the office. While perhaps it may be less than initially anticipated, there is a 
still a good share, especially in the tech industry, a good share of jobs that where companies allow um, employees to work remotely. And obviously, uh, when you're allowed to work remotely, you're going to look for the areas that provide you better quality of life, uh, which also affects, obviously, um, the influx of people in a particular area and therefore the associated uh, pressure on the housing market. One of the things that I think is interesting from a, a, a national perspective is that as people are moving away from these major metropolitan areas and looking for a better lifestyle, some in the past used to move to the suburbs and they they created what they called the donut effect, where they, they were not contributing to the welfare and the, the growth of a major city, but they were living off of the of the good parts of it, which is the cultural aspect and and uh, the the variety of things there are to do there, but they're putting their money into that suburban economy instead. Uh, now it's changed to where they're giving up on the suburban economy and they're just coming to Texas and Florida. Florida's the big one, right? Yeah, Florida obviously uh, realized an influx of over 600,000 people. However, I, I would have to say that uh, perhaps while, while you saw in the past that uh, the downtown areas were being ignored and people, there was a flight to the suburban areas, I think uh, both uh, right now experience a, uh, a boom, both the downtown areas as well as the suburban areas. I think what's actually happening and Again, what's perhaps not touched on in this report is that as we experience an influx of people from out of state in our states, both Florida and and Texas, that people who were living there and perhaps were closer to retirement age then sought to come to areas and leaving, not only go to suburban areas, but come to counties like Smith County, a little more rural, uh, presenting a little uh, slower pace of life. And uh, so we've seen that over the last decade or perhaps beyond where people from the Metroplex areas, DFW area, San Antonio, Austin, who were close to retirement age and perhaps retired, retired not where they were, but moved out of the metropolitan areas, moved to Smith County and the counties surrounding the metropolitan areas. And and thus not only just uh, leaving desolation behind itself, but also contributed to suburban uh, wealth, if you will. Yeah, exactly. So let's let's just imagine for a moment that we're we're uh, we're a uh, a drone and we're right on top of this question and now we're pulling way up in the sky to take a big look at it. The post-pandemic world that we live in now it's changed so much. Will those changes stick or will we work our way back to where we were at some point? I think some of it will stick. I think some of it will stick and that's obviously a question that still completely has to work itself out. But what we have seen, we have seen reports that where Perhaps it was contemplated that uh, the majority of work would go remote. Uh, We have seen that actually surprisingly, while some remote work still persists and will continue to persist, that uh, surprisingly uh, people have understood that uh, coming to work is not just a professional endeavor, but is also a social interaction. And it, I mean, we all uh, contemplating the, the mental uh, stress that the COVID pandemic put put on us. So I think many of us, while initially wildly enthusiastic about remote working and being comfortable in our homes and and uh, just dressing up from the top on up, uh, I think many of us have also realized the, the tremendous social component and interaction, and uh, that that's uh, you know and and, and I, that it's necessary to go back to the at the office for our mental health. While nothing replaces the face-to-face interaction, the relationships you can build that way, technology has come a long way. That's a little discouraging to think about living the rest of your life in yoga pants or pajama bottoms. (laughs) (laughs) Our guest has been UT Dean of Seoul School of Business, Chris Swimberger. For more information about the latest Hibbs report or to find this interview to hear again or to share, go to kvut.org. 
I'm Mike Landis for UT Tyler Radio 93.7.